Hello, everyone. It's Monday, May 17th. You're tuning to Two and a Half Hoopers, Jan Vesley's favorite basketball ah. podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Lehman. With me, I have Josh Rhodes. Not the John Wall draft. I believe it's a Kyrie Irving draft. Oh, the 11 draft? Okay. Oh, yeah. That's true. What is that nine pick? That's true. Jan Vesley, NBA bust. And the iconic half hooper, George himself, Danson. George Martin. I'm doing, I'm doing the Dougie, the John Wall Dougie. What's up, everybody? You can't Dougie. You can't finally, Dougie. The computer finally worked. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah, a little bit of technical difficulties. Normally it's always George, with me. It's normally always George's me. brain lags when I give him the rundown for the show, but this time his computer did. So it was uh it was not fun trying to get it going. This but is the half hooper. He's got the he's got the whole headset on now. He's looking great, he's looking fresh. Uh but yeah, hope you guys are ready for a good show. Uh very play in themed, because I know that's really all you guys should care about because we got a big week coming up. Uh, we're gonna recap the last weekend as well. And then George's halftime is gonna push to the end. So George basically has post halftime. We don't have an actual halftime. Bit of a paradox, but I would George at least some segment because I'm taking a lot of the good points here. Uh so if you guys like what you hear, make sure to follow us at CH Hoopers, Instagram and Twitter. Uh if you like what you hear, make sure to drop a follow, uh comment if you're watching on YouTube. Hello. Uh Last comment on Instagram, just some more bots. We got a new one, uh, Beatles Media. Don't know who the hell they are, but they're competing with Empire Records now, so highest bid wins. All right, so <laughs> moving on, look ahead. Uh, we're going to start with mine because it happened on Saturday. Uh, Bucks beat the Heat 122-108 in a preview for the East first round. Uh, that's why I picked it, East first round preview, but Heat were locked into the sixth seed essentially, so they rested Jimmy, uh, getting him ready for the playoffs. They rested him on Sunday as well. Uh there's nothing to take from this game. Like I said, Jimmy rested, so I don't want to dwell on that. But uh, just early impression on what this first-round matchup is going to have in store. George. So, yeah, this is going to be definitely one of the more anticipated matchups in either conference, honestly. Rematch of the semis from last year where the Heat instilled the uh, the wall defense on Giannis, and it worked like the Raptors did. Went five games, which was a lot, lot shorter than uh, we had anticipated. But – I'm hyped for this one. I, I think the Bucks are going to come out on top this year. They're a lot different looking. They're not employing Eric Bledsoe anymore. They have Drew Holiday as that second guy that can uh, get them over the wall offensively. I think Giannis is a totally different player this year. He has mid-range. His three points more consistent. Uh, let's see here. Finishing in the post. Free throws are definitely better this year. And I hope yeah, Bud is off his BS. But I hope Bud is off his BS. They have guys where they can push Yanni to the five. I think they match up well with the Heat this year. So that's what I'm looking forward to. This game really isn't much of an indicator, like you said, because the Heat's best player was out. But, yeah, looking forward to this one. Yeah, Heat are clicking at the right time, although I have switched on to the Bucks bandwagon with you. And I, I don't like that you explained why they're going to be good because we've said this the past two years. Giannis has improved. They're different, but it's different. This team is doesn't have their number anymore. Da, 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 da. I can't even convince myself, but I'm just I, the Bucks have convinced me that they are the biggest threat to take out the Nets. So that has to mean they're gonna face the Nets, right? And this, it has to mean they're gonna get to the Nets. It has to face the demons yeah, first have to round. Go through the best teams. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that's the best way to do it. I mean you lose the Heat last year. Who show me you're the real deal? Beat them first round. Uh, Josh, final thoughts on Heat Bucks first round matchup. It goes two ways. Either the Bucks absolutely demolish them or the Heats beat them in a nitty-gritty battle. I don't know which one I lean toward. I still have to think about it, but this is this will be fun. For sure. All right, moving on to Josh's uh, look at Sunday. Like I said, all 30 teams played. Uh, we didn't get the fun. It was going to be every team was going to play from 9 to 12. It's going to be 30 games hitting at the same time. The players got angry. They said it's not good for the body because I didn't realize like players were playing like Pacific time, not nine o'clock last night. They would have had to wake up and play at 9 a.m. the next day. So it makes a little sense. They didn't do that, uh, but it would have been a lot of fun. But we still got a lot of uh, playoff questions answered. First one, uh, Blazers beat the Nuggets at 132-116 to avoid the play-in. Uh, but more importantly, keep a roof over at Lord Treesap's head as he bet. <laughs> Blazers win 42 games, and Dame came through winning 12 of their last 14. Like I said, one of the other teams clicking at the right time. Um, I just realized now this is going to be another first-round preview. Uh, ah. So I kind of get a bailout here. We get to talk with the look-ahead because this game was nothing pretty. Uh, Josh, your look-ahead. Tell me what you're seeing from this first-round uh, You know, a little preview. So, fun fact, this is an actual different Nuggets team from the initial uh, playoff matchup. They yeah, they're worse. Completely... 
Well, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, they don't have Jamal Murray. That's gonna be a that's a big that's a big blow, especially when you're going against the uh, two headed monster at the guard with Damon CJ. This will be another very interesting matchup. Very high scoring. I don't know how the Nuggets are gonna game plan because the Blazers look like they're on fire. Uh, didn't really try this game, but we'll have to see what they have up their sleeve. I'm very curious on how they use. Uh, I think Enos Cantor might play a bit more than Nurkic, just because of how they put uh, how the Nuggets use Jokic. We'll have to see. But another interesting one, and I'm torn between these two. Yeah, Nuggets slipping as of recent. Uh, not too bad, but there's how do they get the third seed? My, my, I don't know. They lost uh, today. We'll get to that in the next. Uh, Clippers were Clippers lost to the Thunder. Mm. I wish I could just lob that up as a little transition, but I gotta get Georgia's thoughts here. Uh, Denver, Portland, Portland. <laughs> like I said, won twelve of their last fourteen, uh, and one of those losses was to the Suns on a ticky tack foul. So they're they're Mickey Mouse. Foul. They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're wait, cooking you said, here. You said Denver or Portland? Portland's Hold won 12 on. last 14. Yeah, okay. Denver is uh, six and four in their last 10. Uh, they've, horrible, been, they, but... they, they've been resting a little bit, gearing up for the playoffs. But uh, yeah, just thoughts on this first round series. Yeah, I mean, a little bit interesting how we got here. Denver, uh, they knew a loss here would, would lock them up into this matchup. A little bit more favorable for them than having the reigning champs <laughs> on their plate. Uh, so I'm not going to say they tanked to get that matchup, but, you know, they, they got there. Uh, but. This matchup-wise, it's really going to be interesting. I mean, the guard play for Portland might be the outlier here because, you know, if, if Will Barton's playing, then I have a little bit more faith in them containing that backcourt. But right now, yeah. Compazzo and Rivers, I, I'm not I'm not confident in them stopping that backcourt. Jokic, obviously, is probably the biggest mismatch outlier here. Uh, I, I don't think Nurkic will do much to contain him. But I, I think... What's really going to be important in the series, which I know Lehman might not agree with me uh, because of his prior statements, I think Michael Porter Jr. is really going to have to step up here, like twenty-five. I, I apologize. I, I I apologize. I know MPG. I was important. I just don't know if he can step up. But I but with the Blazers, you know, lack of wings. I, Roko is is fine. I don't think he's anything spectacular. He was more of a team he's defender when he was in green. When, when he was in Philly, he was more of a team defender. Roko, but yeah, I think. This kind of has to be the uh, MPJ showout series, like 25 points a game if they if they want to have a chance to uh, beat Portland. I don't know what you guys think, but I, I'm kind of there. This this has to be his uh, rise to shine moment. Well, uh, I know it's weird saying that the runner-up MVP is the second most important player in the series, but Will – not important, actually, but Will Barton's big. Like, he's here. If they have him here, I take Denver. If they don't, I take Portland. Will Barton is one of their only guys they can stick on one the one of the three of either Dame, CJ, or Norm Powell to try and at least stop a little bit. I and mean, we're making fun of the Blazers. Roko's looking behind him. He has no one. I mean, you got MPJ. You got I mean Aaron Gordon's solid. He's great. He's a great defender too. So you have Will Barton. You have Aaron Gordon. Then Compazzo and on Dame Lillard. So I don't know about that. We'll definitely get a lot more into it uh, when what we do our put playoff. Aaron Gordon on Damian Lillard. I think. Will Barton would be on Lillard, and then Aaron Gordon would be on Powell. That would be Bro, my prediction. See, well, they only got two of them, Josh. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to waste a, a, a 6'10 guy on CJ who's 6'2 in shoes. Aaron Gordon's 6'6, so. six, six, isn't he? He's a big dude. No, he's. I thought he was 6'9. Yeah. I'll look it up. We hear you looking it up. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 6'9. Look at me. Right on the money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, six six. Put some respect on him, man. He's a four, man. He's a power forward. Yeah. Well, we'll get more to it in our playoff prediction. But yeah, kudos to the schedule makers for uh, we got very last good game of basketball. We got so, a lot of uh, previews. Only up in here. two of the twenty teams were locked in their playoff spot before uh, before tip off today. Which would Spurs I don't know how they and who is it? Spurs Philly. and Philly. Spurs and Philly. Philly. Spurs at ten in the West and Philly at one in the East. So. Ooh, a lot, a lot of shifted in the middle. And then George, your recap, uh, probably, uh, you know, or your your look at the most important uh, game of today was the battle for the eight and nine. Most important, uh, probably the best one in my opinion. Yeah, Warriors beat the Grizzlies one thirteen one hundred one to win the eight seed and uh, bump the Grizzlies to nine. I mentioned this uh, on the last pod. Very important the difference between eight and nine. The Hornets and War uh, Wizards had a similar game like this. Eight gets two shots, uh, winner go home, and nine gets. Has to win two in a row, so it, it's a big difference. Warriors took it, uh, took the, took the W. Uh, George, thoughts on this one? 
Yeah, this was a very, very uh, fun. It, it felt like a playoff game, which it essentially was because, like you mentioned, it had big playing implications here. But one thing I wanted to line up, uh, Dylan Brooks, I, I'm going to commend him some – I'm, I'm going to, what was it, give him flowers here. He did about as, as well as you could do guarding Steph. And I know Steph had like 44, but if it, he was making him fours, and he was, he, was guard, he was up in his jersey the whole game. And up until the point that he fouled out, uh, it was tied, and the second he came out, Steph hit like three dagger threes, and the game was over. And I thought it was interesting the way he fouled out. I don't know if I would have called that in, in, you know, a crucial crunch time game, but nonetheless, I'm not a ref. Uh, Andrew, well, let me get this out. Is the NBA rigging a war? Do you believe they're rigging a Warriors Lakers first? I don't. Li- I don't like. I, to- I know it's goofy to say that, but you don't actually believe it, do you? I mean, if you look at that Lakers Blazers game when it was uh, for who was going to fall to seven. The refs didn't call a goaltend on Portland and left. Uh, they didn't call the dunk on AD. They didn't, they didn't count it. And then they forgot something else, and that took six points off the board in a five-point loss. But no, I'm not going to be uh, a conspiracy. Everyone get your tinfoil hats, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a conspiracy theorist here. But, uh, yeah, Andrew Wiggins, uh, he was huge down down the stretch as well. He got a dunk to put them up, like, three uh, right when then uh, uh, a tip in, yeah. Curry missed another three, and I was, I was like, Curry can't. Curry sure, my gotta gotta put back row, dunk, so. gotta put back dunk, and uh, put them up three when Memphis was in the midst of their run. So he's been great for them down the stretch. We talked about him last pod. His numbers have gone up uh, in these last 15, 20 games, and then just like the do it all guys like Jordan Poole, Juan Toscano, Anderson. I mean, they were huge for him. They've they found a lot in those two guys. They, they're G leaguers, and they're contributing a lot as as well. So, uh, yeah, that's basically about it with this game. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if Golden State doesn't win, this could be the team they play against. So we'll we'll talk about that later, though. Anyone else on the Warriors roster you want to talk about? Because I feel like you you missed a few. What? Draymond? You want to take Draymond? You only named about 10 of the 15. So I I wanted to see if there's anything else. Josh, uh, I had to talk about them. Were you able to catch this game, Josh? Hmm. Because this is probably no, the best game on today. Only game you could really talk about from the games for this weekend. the end, yes, but not a good, not too much. I guess I'll talk about what you were talking about—the rigging. I don't think it's really like a fay. I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I think there's just kind of like faulty refing, just kind of what's been going on all year. Like we've kind of had some of these weird like calls and like weird concerns that I hope doesn't translate into the playoffs, but. Um, I don't know. I I think the Warriors got it done. They needed to. Andrew Wiggins played really well for them. I think he's a big X factor for them if they want to make a run, especially if they end up playing Utah or Phoenix. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of coming together that Steph, as good as he is, there are going to be some games where he's not a superhuman and some of the other players really got to step up. Thankfully, George named their entire depth chart, so I don't (laughs) have to do it. So, yeah, uh, I think Wiggins. I I don't think he'll show up in the play-in games. Uh, but if he does, it's going to be a thirty-piece. He's not just going to have a quiet twenty on good shooting. It's going to be either a, a loud thirty-piece or he's going to stink up the gym. Someone's going to say LeBron Wiggins, and it's going to piss me off. All right, so uh, those are the look-aheads. Now, just uh, quickly gloss over these. So Knicks beat the Celtics ninety-six ninety-two to secure the four spot. Celtics were locked into the seven seed. Uh, I believe, uh, pretty early on after this game. Uh, Wizards beat the Hornets, 115-110 to slide to the 8th spot. Hornets lock in the 9, uh, very similar to the Grizzlies-Warriors matchup. And then Clippers lose to the Thunder, 117-112 to get the 4th spot. Um, George, you're laughing, so let's talk about the Clippers here. I'll give you one minute like I do Laker games. Talk about the Clippers, what you're talking about here. Yeah, so uh, very interesting strategy they've gone with the past two games. They sat basically everyone, PG, Kawhi, Rondo, uh, Morris, Terrence Mann, I mean, basically Nick Batum, everyone in their starting lineup and some of their reserves. Avita Zubats played three minutes in, in their uh, second to last game, one minute today. I don't know if this was some incentive for a contract clause or something, but it's very clear what they tried to do here. I, I don't want to be like, oh, they ducked the Lakers, but uh, I mean, they're they're out of the bracket if the Lakers win their first play-in game. They won't see them until potentially the conference finals. You know, they've never been to one. Maybe this is what they're trying to do, but it's interesting it's I've never seen something like this with two games left. They they rest them back to back games when they didn't have a seed locked up. So I thought it was interesting. I don't know if it was part of their plan, but now I don't think they care. Well, well, so if you think about it, they're they're either is either they get the three spot and play Portland or like you're saying the Lakers, 
or you get the five, the four spot and play the Mavericks. You have home court either way. Um, I mean, if you want to take it a step further, maybe maybe they're less scared of the the Jazz than than the Suns. Like maybe I it's would, like that. Maybe maybe I it's like that. So jazz. I mean, <laughs> it'll be interesting. I mean, they're gonna have a pretty lengthy layoff from when the, they last played. But I do understand that Kawhi and PG weren't the most healthy going into this uh, final stretch of the season. So that could be why. I just it was weird that they didn't play like any rotation guys. Like they were playing a guy named Jay Scrub and and Patrick Patterson thirty minutes a oh, game. Scrub? Uh, that, no, that's his last name. Scrub. Oh, whoops. <laughs> J, it's J A Y S C R U B B. That's that's his last name. But uh, yeah, they were playing like garbage time guys. So I, I don't I don't know. I'm not gonna. Uh, I, Josh, I don't want to hate comment here. on the uh, Knicks Celtics game or the uh, Wizards Hornets game. Um, not really. I think uh, the Wizards are just continuing their tear. Like I mean, it was, the Lamella Ball thing was kind of funny, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, with the Celtics, Celtics didn't play anybody. Uh, they were locked into seven. They had, uh, I think Romeo Langford started, and I mean, I don't even know if he might he might start in the playoffs. They're so they're down so bad in rotation. Playoffs? Nick- <laughs> we're the talking play-in. about the playoffs. <laughs> but um, for the play-in, uh, yeah, I mean, the Knicks, the Knicks barely did what they had to. I was still worried about fatigue, but those two games weren't very interesting. Yeah, so final thoughts on just everything before we get to the, our predictions and stuff. Uh, thoughts on playing? I know, Josh, you uh, brought up a – you're the first person I, said, I heard say it, and then it's been going around a lot. You just want the 8-9 seed as a play-in. Uh, yeah, and want, if they want to still be like – set, And then the 10 just well, – 10's too no, much. No, if they want to do – like 8-9 is probably ideal, but if they want to do like the whole seeding thing and mix it up, they can do 6 through 9. There's no reason to put two-thirds of the league – in the in a potential place to make it to the playoffs that just ruins the whole aspect of it i think your point of seven uh secured is perfect just because in this playing year there was only the the seven seed was like i believe uh two games or more ahead of the eight seed in both conferences and the eight through ten was like crazy jumbled well you can Uh, do like a seeding thing like if they're mm -hmm. less than two games or something like that they're locked I think you hit it on the nose. They're just uh, only. I think you need to lock in seven of your eight in com- each conference gets his playoff spot. So they're not freaking out like Brian and Luca. Although it was funny, uh, George. Uh, have you changed your mind on any plan stuff? What's your overall thoughts on what we're gonna what we saw just, today with all the fun, and then what we're gonna see this week? The general idea of the plan I, I've loved. I mean, look, look at like all we've had to talk about with standings and all these teams trying to manipulate standings and just how many meaningful games we had here down the stretch, but. Like Josh said, I I think it should be one through seven, and you play for eight and nine possibly, and it also should matter on uh, how far back you are. Because look look at the uh, the Spurs here; they are nine games back from the seven seed and five games back from the nine seed. So I just feel like it, I, I don't know if you should really have ten, 10 teams. I mean, are, are they really worthy? If, if they do beat you know the two teams, well, they got to really mess around when your Pelicans started throwing games. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if, if Spurs were in a dire situation, maybe they're only two games back from this. Well, no, actually, they were just getting blown out the water because they're so stuck. Do you, have, are, you grab your tinfoil hat. What are you saying? The plane was made so the Pelicans could get in because they saw Well, it was last year, Hunter. There's no, there's no <laughs> tinfoil hat. In the bubble. In the bubble, no, yeah, no, in the bubble, in, yeah. in the bubble that was no tinfoil That's a backwards hat. Adam Silver's smoking a joint. He's saying we're going to get Zion in these playoffs. He, he was so excited. And then – I think he rested Zion. I think Zion like got hurt or something. Bubble and they didn't it in. Yeah, they sucked. But yeah, uh, the bubble that the plan this year was just because of exact ex- COVID I mean, and yeah, COVID. I've, there's going to be a lot of injuries. It was. I think like I well, mean, I don't think they anticipated the injuries, but the top eight in each conference is there's no Mickey Mouse teams there. Like there's no, there's no like ten seed that's like oh they would have been four seed if they were healthy. Like mm-hmm. these, the top eight teams, especially because the Wizards got in there and the Warriors got in well, there. It, they're Josh. We, um, well, uh, we should. Uh, what's it called? I don't. Maybe we'll save this for an off season where we should kind of restructure because for the last I agree almost decade, the bottom of the East under five hundred. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah, uh, well, the East has never been up to par with it's, the West. It's the least in conference. What well, one thing? Uh, uh, just to wrap up here. You know, when you have a, a huge sample size of 72 or potentially if we get back to 82 and you look at 
over that whole course of the season, you have a team that's five games back. Are they really deserving of a chance to get in? Like, I don't really think so. And they're already, you know, they were vastly under 500 in the Spurs. But if you're, you know, if you're a game or half a game out, with at least within two games, I think there's a little bit of an incentive to try and get them in because – I know it makes it more competitive. Maybe, you know, if if they keep up in the last half of the season and get close, then you give them a chance. But, I mean, the Spurs, they went on a huge losing streak five games out. I, I don't even know if they deserve a chance. Not I'm not trying to, like, crap on them, but I don't know. I'm not trying to start a dialogue. Well, I still want to wrap this up. But, George, do you think it discouraged tanking, that 20 teams out of the 30? I definitely think it, dis- it, it definitely discouraged it a little bit less. I mean, if you just look at, like, I even think at, at some point the Warriors were 10, right? Nine or 10. The Warriors I, were 13, I think, at one point. And then they well, started rattling them off. Well, I think with like two weeks left, they were like 10 or 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in a normal season, Steph is probably shut down. And you look at like the Wizards, I don't think Russ would have gone haywire as he did, you know, because he wasn't really healthy all year. I don't even know if he tries. I mean, they went like 20 and five or something crazy in their last 25. So, yeah, I definitely think it discouraged it a little bit less. And at, at one point, like, even a team like the Raptors, they were in it up until the last few games, you know, and, and they were – let me check here. They ended, what, 12th? So, I mean, it definitely discouraged it less. I don't know as a whole because you, you got teams like Oklahoma City that lost, like, two of their – you know, they won two of their last 20. But for most teams, yes, I would say so. Uh, Josh, take us home here. Did it discourage tanking? No. <laughs> It didn't really change my thoughts. Thanks, Greg Popovich. I mean, yeah, the, the bottom, OKC and Houston, they, they were still throwing games. I agree with George, like Russ and the Warriors. Uh, they should do something for the bottom, like consolation prize. like what, Play draft. into your first overall pick? E- extra draft pick or something like that. that should be an, that's an off-season topic, yeah. The, the, I don't know if I like every that. Every team in the lottery, you have to play. <laughs> and Okay, well, let's be real. The Pelicans would probably win that all. They nope, the Bulls would. <laughs> Oh. Actually, the Kings, but anyway. Nope. Oh, okay. Off-season talk. All right, moving, moving. On. <laughs> All right, so uh, after today, there's no regular season games. Here, we're, Here's where every team fell. So in the West and the East, we got six solidified, and then we also had a play-in. So West, Jazz, Suns, Nuggets, Clips, Mavs, Blazers. So the nu- matches we know are Nuggets, Blazers, and Clips, Mavs. Uh, in the East, Sixers, Nets, Bucks, Knicks, Hawks, and the Heat. So it matches we know are Bucks, Heat, and Knicks, Hawks. Um, so we're not going to talk about that right now. We'll probably do that once the whole stage is set uh, for, after the play-in. So let's talk about the play-in right now. So the schedule goes as follows. Tuesday, uh, Hornets play the Pacers, and the Wizards play the Celtics. Um, and then Wednesday, Spurs play the Grizzlies, Warriors play the Lakers. And then Thursday, it's the Battle for the East. Uh, the East number eight seed. So game one winner uh, plays the game two loser. That's kind of how you have two two opportunities to get into the eight seed if you're a top seven or eight seed. And then Friday, uh, West battle for eight, game three loser, and game four uh, winner. So let's get some predictions going. So we'll start back at the top here. So Hornets-Pacers matchup of the whoa, nine whoa, and ten whoa. seed. I think what we're happened? forgetting a segment. What? We're doing the halftime last. Halftime's last. Did not know that. Okay, continue. Oh, man, I bet listeners do. I said in the intro, sheesh, all right. If you're caught it, comment it. No, (laughs) all right. So, Hornets, Pacers, uh, battle of the 9 and 10 seed. Uh, Just so I know, honestly, because I keep forgetting, 7 and 8 play each other, 9 and 10 play each other. Winner of 7 and 8 becomes a 7 seed. Uh, Winner of 9 and 8, or 9 and 10, play the loser of the 7 and 8 seed. Winner becomes the 8 seed. So, uh, this is the nine and ten seed game. Hornets versus Pacers. Who do you got, George? Um, I have the Pacers. Okay. Uh, just just through and through with their roster, I think they have a better overall roster. And Lamelo has been struggling. I think he I think he returned a little bit early from his wrist injury. It's kind of seemed to affect him. And their center rotation, it's might be some of the one of the worst in the league. I, I know. I know. Lehman, Lehman likes Lehman likes Zeller, but uh, yeah, if, if Sabonis and and uh, Turner are healthy, which I don't know, and, and Brogdon too, because Brogdon's been out, I think they take that game. Yeah, Lamelo today nineteen uh, seven and five on a thirty three percent shooting, so he's shot shocking without Gordon Hayward. I don't think they're gonna have Hayward back, uh, so it's gonna be a lot on Lamelo and uh, Oh Terry. Josh, you got Pacer, Pacers uh, Hornets. Um, Hornets. 
I'll take the Hornets on. You're gonna one. swerve. You got the Hornets here. Why? Uh, I will take the Hornets just because I think that uh, Terry Rozier will kind of step up to the occasion because this is kind of like kind of where he fits. This is kind of where his like origin story began. They were like this team. Oh, they had nobody. They're gonna get upset by the Bucks. They didn't have too much. And now, while he doesn't have as good of a cast as he did against the Celtics, he still stepped up big. And I feel like this is kind of where he shines the most, just in this like little underdog, underappreciated position. I feel like LaMelo will show up. Uh, Miles Bridges will probably get some highlights in. And I just think the Hornets will get a lot more riled up than the Pacers. And I feel like in this case, the more exciting team is going to come out. You make a lot of good points there. Uh, PJ Washington is playing center for them right now with Cody Zeller <laughs> on the bench. Which, which, to be fair, I am honestly fine with if they place a bonus at center. I really like PJ Washington. Sabonis will be playing center. There's not going to be any Brogdon. There's not going to be any Turner. Um, I then I, so. I'm totally fine. PJ Washington has incredible uh, wingspan, and I think that he's able to get boards, and that's why that's why they did the situation because Sabonis is not going to be able to keep up with a five man a fast break that the uh, Hornets like to run. Well, I'm taking the Pacers because uh, there's not going to be any fast breaks against Indiana. They're going to give it to Saboner in the post. He's going to have 30 that's and 15. Fair uh, and there's going to be PJ Washington on him, who what, cool wingspan. You're getting 30 on you because Sabonis is a very, very, very good post player. Sabonis is undersized for a center, but he's got the fundamentals there. He's a very strong, sturdy, trunky guy. Um, So I I, I have the Pacers uh, in that regard. Uh, All right, so we got me, Pacers, George Pacers, Josh Hornets. We'll keep those receipts. Wizard Celtics. Um, I'll I'll go first because everyone knows who I have. I have Russell Westbrook and the Celtic uh, and the Wizards in a pretty. Pretty easy game, uh, Josh. Boston. <laughs> I yeah, got. I yeah, got yeah. to go against the. I think Jason Tatum's just gonna go wild. It's a. It's. It's a Jason Tatum game. I don't think Hachimura. I don't think anybody they put on Jason Tatum is gonna. While Russell Westbrook's gonna do his thing, and Bradley Beal will probably do his thing. I'm pretty confident Marcus Smart will do a good job, and I think Jason Tatum scores at least forty. We need we need Beal healthy from the hamstring. He's suffering. He was hurting again today. He really exactly. wants to play because he's Bradley Beal and he's super cool. But he was he, he kind of tweaked the hamstring again. Uh, so I if I if he's there, I, I think it's pretty easily. If he's not, I think Russ can definitely get a winner go home game. I'd take Russ. Uh, George, I'd agree with you. Um, I just think Russ with uh, a chance to play the Nets. Especially in that first round, yeah. I'm. So, oh, I want that series so. I bad. need that series because they played him well all year. I think they beat him five. I think they beat him two oh, out get of. That, get out of here! I, they beat him two out of three times in the regular season. I don't know if they were fully healthy, but Russ in a, in a winner take all game. I, I like him in this environment in this matchup. You know, the every, they were healthy, every, Josh. They just weren't good every, without every, your butt, buddy Harden. Every, every, every hence why they weren't healthy. No, that's Harden. not healthy. That's not making the trade <laughs> no yet. Hopping. No hopping. No, but listen, they do this every year. Oh, Russell, here he comes with a full head of steam. Five games every time he wins one game at home, and everybody goes crazy. All I know is protecting the rim. All who's I know is going to do it. I believe who's, who's, going, who's going Durant? Who's going Kyrie? Who's going Harden? Go ahead, tell me. Davos Bartons. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a 2-7 matchup there. I, Because I, I know Wizards are going to win one of these, but I need them to win the first one. Like George said, I need, I I need Wizards. I need, Philly. I need Wizards Nets. Philly might sweep We em. need that. Um, okay, so again, Josh is the only one swerving here, I believe. Me and George have Wizards, and Josh <laughs> oh has Celtics. And we have Celtics. Liam and I are on the same wavelength today. That means that I'm not going to have a good show next <laughs> week. <laughs> just, I don't think George has ever been right about – I don't think he's ever swept a prediction. One of these teams are losing. I'm very I'm sorry. I'm good with my Bucks prediction this year. Uh, going to Wednesday, so we won't. We'll have time to update our predictions if we have a change of heart because we have a show on Tuesday. Uh, yeah. But on Wednesday, we're still going to give predictions right now. So Spurs Grizzlies, uh, ten seed and nine seed. Grizzlies obviously have home court. Uh, Josh, who you got? Grizz. I, uh, this one's not. This one's not close. You know, just just. I I tried talking myself into the Spurs. Oh, they they don't miss the playoffs normally. Uh, they have Greg Popovich. They're just gonna. Uh, the Grizzlies are gonna dance all over them. It's not gonna be pretty. The Grizzlies lost to the uh, Sun C team the other day, so I don't see a chance from a from a healthy Grizz team. And I think Jaw plays a lot better in this matchup. You mean the Spurs? Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, he's convincing me. <laughs> no, no, no. The, no, I said the Spurs. The Spurs lost 
to the Suns. Yeah, you C said team. the Grizzlies lost to the I'm Suns. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Spurs lost to the Suns C team a few days ago. Crazy. And uh, yeah, Ja wasn't very good in the Warriors game. I think he sets it up and has a bounce back game and uh, takes the Grizz home. So since this is the first one I'll agree on, can we give a, a chance the Spurs have of winning just because it is Popovich and we don't want to sound like complete jackasses? I give the Spurs 25%. Yeah, I think I said I 30. 30 was They're mine. 25. So. Oh, George Big Spurs guy over here. Hoorah. Oh, wow. Right. 5% more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on to uh, the the whole reason the plane was invented, or the updated reason, uh, after Zion missed the playoffs. So we got so Warriors, Lakers. Damn guy. Um, like, like we mentioned, the Blazers and Mavs won uh, pretty handedly against their matchups. So they keep the Lakers at seven due to tiebreaker rules. Lakers have home court against Steph Curry and the Warriors. I'm going to start with George here because he's pretty impartial with this one. Yeah. Uh, I saw Valanciunas pour 29 and 16 on the Warriors. AD is going to do unspeakable things. Hopefully 20-point game. Although, you know what? Probably going to piss us off and be closer than it needs to be, but I got Lakers. Josh. <sighs> I'm kidding. Of course. I'm going to take LA. That's This isn't a question. Okay, okay. Game. Well, uh- Okay, but Le- we have LA making the playoffs, but are they going to win this game? LeBron James, Anthony Davis, they're mad that they're in this place in the first place. LeBron's going to puff a cigar, play 30 minutes. They'll be up by a lot. It's no big like, oh my. You think, you think Andrew Wiggins, like, really put this in your head. Like, as much as we clown on LeBron, if Andrew Wiggins puts up like even 10 on him in the first half, the, the Warriors aren't going to score in the second. It's. Well, no, I have the Lakers. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah. It, it's going to be, a, is it going to be as fun as it's made out to be? Steph versus. Yeah, because Bob. Steph versus, oh, it's going to be Steph versus Alex Caruso unless Steph starts cooking them. And Alex Caruso's held, I would say, held his own. I wouldn't say done a great job, but he's held his own against some of the top guys. Uh, so I think they'll be fine. I think George just, uh, <laughs> it could put on us, but um. oh, look at the picture! He <laughs> oh, Dios mio! Okay, um, well, we got his prediction. Uh, like I said, he's very non-biased uh, with with this with this series. Um, but he'll probably leave. He'll come back. So we'll we'll talk a little bit. Uh, so Thursday East battle for eight. Uh, so in our predictions, let's see. So it'll be the Hornets versus the Celtics, or for you, the Pacers versus the Wizards, correct? Yep. Yes. So Okay, so you made it easy. You picked the complete opposite um, yeah. of us. So I'll let you go first. So the match will be uh, Pacers versus the Wizards. And I would absolutely agree with George's previous point there as he goes, uh, or your point, I should say, that there's no way that the Wizards uh, miss out on the playoffs. I think they take this one in a landslide. Yeah, this is the worst case scenario for me. Best for you because one of your hate, hated teams goes out, um, and you're picking lesser of two evils, uh, Russell Westbrook instead of the Pacers organization as a whole. Um, I don't and- hate the Pacers organization. I, went, I, don't, I don't know um, why you're just. I'll, I'll give this. I'll give a complete. Uh, you know, um, let's see scenario. So if this did happen, if I was completely wrong, um, I would take the the Wizards. I think we could agree there. George, if Wizards Pacers match up and the battle for the eighth seed, who wins? I would say Wizards. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, time for ours. Uh, so, our battle for the eighth seed, George, would be Hornets versus Celtics. Who do you have? Or uh, Pacers Celtics. Pacers Celtics. No, Hornets. Hornets Celtics. Celtics. Right. Yeah, Hornets you're Celtics. Right. Sorry. You're right. You're right. For me and George, would be Hornets Celtics. I'm gonna take the Celtics there. Okay. Uh, I would take the Pacer. Not the Pacer. Yeah, I'd take the Celtics. I have my notes all wishy-washy. Holy hell. Uh, yeah, I, <sighs> Wizards or the Celtics? Is it because the JT, like, 45 bomb is coming? I don't know. I don't think they have the wings to hold uh, Tatum. And I don't know. I, I, I feel like – I just feel like oh, the Celtics the play the Hornets. I just feel like the Celtics will play them well. I don't know why. But it's, it's Terry Rozier revenge game, man. Marcus Smart, put him in a dungeon. Hopefully, yeah, I'd have Celtics, and I also I do I'd rather see the Celtics play the Sixers than the Hornets. So, fact, uh, sue me. So West Battle for eight that'd be on Friday. Uh, Grizzlies would host, or the Warriors would host the Grizzlies. Um, in our scenario, who you got, Josh? 
Warriors. I think I think seven eight is kind of just locked in right now. Hmm. Okay, George. I would take the Warriors again. Uh, they they played they played them pretty well. I I don't know if Steph has another lackluster game shooting wise against that same team. So uh, I, yeah, yeah, I got Grizzlies. I know you. Do. I, ha- I, I have Warriors missing the playoffs. That would I, be the, right. the, that if would Dylan be Brooks out. doesn't foul out, they win. That's how it goes. Okay, Steph Curry's going three twenty. Steph Curry's going three twenty against the Lakers. He's missing two shots against the Grizzlies. I, 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 mm, the Grizzlies have played. You're on the Luka Steph well. train, huh? They've uh, played very well this last two week stretch, including nineteen block game against the Pelicans. Don't focus on the Pelicans. Focus on the nineteen blocks. And they played Not Steph very Pelicans. well today until Dylan Brooks fouled out. So I. I really think they're going to run out of steam here. I, I hope they don't because I want to see Steph, you know, give the Jazz hell. But oh, it's I, such a boring series, Jazz Grizzlies. Oh, oh I would love to watch Jazz Grizzlies. Oh, Still just ripping it out. Would want that. Still, Mickey, better do me a favor. And bunch of, bunch of casuals. Bunch of absolute, you don't want to see Grizzlies, Utah? Oh, I can't wait for Giannis versus Rudy Gobert. Wow. Oh, what a, oh Giannis would give him matchup. hell. Oh, he would cook you. He would cook Rudy. That'd be that'd be giggles. Um, so I got Grizzlies, you got you guys got Warriors. So so yeah, for the West, uh George, who who you got seven and eight? You mean this uh, final Lakers? like final. Who how's how's it gonna end? Lakers Lakers, Lakers, and, Warriors. Lakers and Warriors, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I both have Lakers Warriors. And, and I have Lakers, have Lakers Grizzlies. Lakers. And then for the East, who do you have, Josh? I have the Celtics Wizards. And George? Wizards Celtics. Wizards, Celtics. Okay, so me and George agree on the East, <laughs> disagree on the West. Oh gosh, we agree. Oh, Three of like four, that. baby. Three of four. All right, before oh, I, before oh, I like oh, get all nauseous, George, what's your halftime? Ah, uh, alrighty. So uh, or, for, end time. Honestly, I mean, we're coming up on this. first. I'll uh, I'll start with the uh, incoming Hall of Fame class, twenty twenty one. So uh, they just announced it yesterday after. Uh, after the old Hall of Fame uh, was inducted. So we have four players, a few coaches, and some WNBA players. The NBA players are Paul Pierce, Chris Boss, C-Webb, Ben Wallace. Coaches are Rick Adelman, Jay Wright, Bill Russell. God bless Bill Russell. I hope he, I hope he's able to make his speech. And uh, WNBA – He's already in there as a, coach, as a coach. As a coach, yes. <laughs> and uh, WNBA, Yolanda Griffin and Lauren Jackson. So what I, I wanted to ask you guys yes, – sir. Do you think the uh, those four NBA players are deserving? And then just some general thoughts on guys you want to see eventually and or you thought were snubbed. So open floor here. Lehman, I'll start with you. Uh, I think uh, we've been talking about Ben Wallace a lot. You say it every time I bring up Rudy Gobert. How is it? Ben Wallace, he's going to make the Hall of Fame because Ben Wallace is going to make it. I finally it. got it. Yeah, so Ben Wallace is the most exciting one there. Also, Chris Bosh, um, he, I believe he's an 11-time All-Star, and he was cooking with the Raps and he went to the Heat. It was one of the it was one of the first big threes. They were voting all three of them the All Star game, so he kept his production up as a Heat player. Although he took that infamous LeBron third wheel, uh, he was the first LeBron third wheel because he chose D Wade over him. But um, and then yeah, Paul Pierce, love him or hate him, the the dude's a bucket. Uh, just try guarding him. Two thousand eight Finals MVP. Not because of his career, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he won Finals MVP on a team with Ray Allen and KG. Um, I, so in a series against the Lakers with Kobe and Powell, so I mean it was, and and he also messed his pants. So I mean, my goat in my book. I have a tinfoil hat for that one too. There's no tinfoil hat. He said he messed his pants. He had to. There's Anyways. no tinfoil out there. And then Weber, uh, it's called the Basketball Hall of Fame, not the NBA Hall of Fame. Uh, and that Fab, Fab five, five in Michigan. Yeah, you would know about that. Uh, shout out Mary Mary Martin. But, I mean, yeah, very deserving class. I don't know too many of the snubs just because I get all uh, mixed up as far as, um, like, when people are due to make the haul. Uh, but very deserving class. Bill Russell's a coach. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I really have to say there. Josh, uh, let, let's hear what you have, and then I'll, I'll name some guys who I think should be in that are eligible. I think every year has snubs. I mean, like – you know, it's it's a yearly thing. Some people are going to get it before others. Uh, I really like the Ben Wallace thing because it kind of people. It finally starts. I think the world has finally started to realize how impressive his uh, mid two thousands campaign. Like it's a defensive 
that's a defensive era. Like that's the worst offensive rating in basketball ever. And the fact that he was like the top guy is just like a crazy thing. I don't think people are really absorbing that. It's starting to hit some people in the head now. So that's probably my absolute favorite thing that he's in the Hall of Fame. But other than that, I mean, I'm fine with it. I don't see any issue. I like the Chris Bosh thing a lot too. I think that uh, his heart kind of helped them a little bit or the blood clots. But, you know, Chris Bosh was a lot, is a lot of a glue guy sort of team player. So, I mean, Again, no complaints. Yeah, I, I think Ben Wallace more blocks than points and more steals than turnovers for his career. That, that That's insane. Also, first undrafted player in the Hall of Fame. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I was definitely most glad to see uh, C-Webb in there. Uh, it's, been, it's been a decently long time coming. Yes, Josh. <laughs> keep mocking him for the timeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, funny, funny. Uh, yeah, love seeing Paul Pierce, Ben Most Wallace. unluckiest you know. man in the world, Chris Weber. You saw someone calling for timeout. I don't know. Injured timeout, rigged series. Just... Some people say Rob Pelinka. The first the ever Mickey Mouse series out. involved Chris Weber. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been advocating for Ben Wallace four-time Depoy. I'm thankful he's in there now, but that probably means Rudy Gobert right is going to get in there. Gobert. Nope. So uh, no. that's that's yeah. not great. Ben but Wallace uh, is six nine, man. Rudy Gobert seven, like four. If Rudy Gobert was Ben Wallace's height, he'd be flipping burgers in France. But uh, guys, who I thought that I want to see in soon, I guess. Uh, big Making shot, Bob bread. Robert Ori, who uh, Rudy T advocated for in his Hall of Fame speech. A few mm-hmm. other guys like Chauncey uh, Billups, Sheet, AC Green, Amari's not in yet. Uh, Sean Marion. Amari oh, will get there. You, you, hit, you hit with the first two, Chauncey and Sheed. Did, did you say Robert Horry? Did you say yeah. AC Green? <laughs> the Iron Man? We oh, can't no, let everyone in here. <laughs> we can't. But, yeah, uh, the two suspects once you named were Lakers. <laughs> Bill I mean, Robert Horry, Robert Horry probably will get in there. I don't know if he's got to Bill Bear these days. No, not Bill no. Lambeer. No. Bill Lambeer is just one of those guys that you remember. but not The Hall of Very Good. Open, and, 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 that's an open court conversation right there. God, I love open court. Do you want to tell us what open court is? It's an NBA TV series uh, where they have where they used to have all those like players on, and Ernie would host it, and they'd be like, "So, like, what are we doing here?" And Shaq would be like, "Steve Nash shouldn't have two MVPs." He's like, <laughs> "He's like, Shaq, we're talking about the '80s." He's like, "Steve, I have one. Kobe has one. Shaq, Nash has two. Doesn't add up. Doesn't add up." I'm like, "What the fuck? What, what's going on here?" Shaq's therapy <laughs> session. Yeah, so, uh... exactly. Yeah, heading into our final segment now, recapping the uh, 2020 induction, which happened before they dropped the 2021 nominees. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just people nominated or inducted, I should say. Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Lake Great, uh, Rudy T, Tamika Catchings from the WNBA, Kim Mulkey, a uh, uh, what is she? She was a college head coach at Baylor, and then a few other, like, uh, I feel like some coaches, some uh, like NBA executives, anyways. But uh, moving on to the to the the big three, the big name three, Kobe, TD, and uh, KG. We're just going to talk about them, their careers, favorite moments. Uh, Josh, I'm going to start with you. I know you love to use KG in 2K, and he's one of your more favorite trash talkers, NBA players ever. So, uh, few few uh, good memories from trash talker in NBA history. Always whatever you want to whatever you want to tell us about him. Let's hear it. Well, first of all, I love how the inductees can uh, have the top two best power forwards of all time that thing that was kind of that was kind of cool. it's very fitting you're taking the second best power forward of all time and i used to take oh yeah of course yeah you know so i didn't i don't remember dirk getting no um my probably my favorite beside the trash talking and you know just the normal everybody knows the stories like the happy mother's day and the charlie villanueva incident my favorite my favorite kevin garnett moment probably I learned this about a few months ago. So when Austin Rivers, they were he was still in uh, Boston. It was 2012, I believe. Austin Rivers was in his final year of high school. Uh, Doc brought him to a lot of the practices, practice with like the bench guys, and kind of see what an NBA practice is about. And Austin Rivers came in one day hot, and so he just started shooting. He started calling out all the starters. Uh, he called out Paul Pierce. He put five on Paul Pierce straight. 5-0 and then he played Kendrick Perkins because I guess he's like the wall guy like you play Perk you win according to Kevin Garnett <laughs> he beat Kendrick Perkins 5-1 to one, and he rolled the ball to Austin Rivers rolled the ball to Kevin Garnett's shoe and he said check up 
And then Kevin Garnett let him start, obviously, a little mess around. And then Austin put one bucket on him and, like, did something. I don't know what. Fast forward two minutes later, Kevin Garnett put five on him straight away. And then Austin Rivers was so mad that Doc Rivers had to take him out of the gym personally and put him in, like, the car. And I think that's I think that's so seat all over him and everything. Because, yeah, because I like it's like a perfect Kevin Garnett moment. He's like, oh, okay, fine, like I'll mess around with the kids, and then all of a sudden, here we go. Like he just super competitive, no matter what he did. Absolute ferocious human being. Not I genuinely don't like. I think he would be a serial killer if he wasn't six <laughs> eleven uh, with a smooth mid range jump shot. But you know, one of my favorite, probably my favorite power forward of all time. Not the best, but one of my favorites. So, Lehman, you can take Tim Duncan. You can take some of Kobe. I don't care because you know what what route I'm gonna go. But uh, yeah, what, who do you want to talk about? What do you want to say? Well, greatest power forward of all time, obviously. And then, uh, I mean, yeah, KG and Timmy D have always been joined at the hip ever since the whole Mother's Day thing. It's only right they go into the hall together. Uh, I, I, just a few. I'll rattle off a few. Like George, Josh had a really good like like lane story i'm just gonna well, pause uh, i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna name out like a few interesting tidbits about him uh one he went to college for four years because his mom told him to and he promised her he would <laughs> even though he could have just went for four years he that's why his career was even shorter than it uh, even like shorter than it really could have been he played for 17 years uh he's gonna be a swimmer which is just really funny to me because he's huge um pause. <laughs> I, nah, 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 don't don't get your mind out of the gutter um Everyone knows, you know, Tim Duncan is to emotion, but he got kicked to the game for laughing. That's always a fun one. <laughs> um, after the 07 finals, him and LeBron linked up, and he said, uh, thanks for letting us have this one because it'll be your, the league is yours now. Uh, and he didn't win until 2014, and LeBron went on a tear, as we know. Um, ended up being LeBron 14. Uh, but, yeah, I mean – it was it was what the Spurs were. The Spurs were nothing before he got there. Um, it's not as much of well, I mean, they weren't winning too much even with David Robinson winning, winning MVPs. Um, yeah, it's kind it's kind of like a like a New England uh, Brady Belichick thing. Although I think Pop is a lot better than Belichick, even though they're both the goat coaches. Uh, but yeah, just a lot of good Timmy D memories. I my favorite thing about him though is that he uh, he didn't get a farewell tour because he didn't want one. He just kind of went out and he went didn't out announce his he was, wasn't retiring he didn't announce he was retiring at all everyone's like maybe he is maybe he's not but who knows everyone and, thought he was coming back yeah and last series was the clipper series right with the lost in seven with the chris paul shot yeah i believe yeah so yeah he just he just he dipped out he went out in his tim duncan way all right so uh i'm i'm gonna finish it up here i i guess i have a lot you know kobe was my favorite player ever there's no uh hiding that but uh, my favorite memory, no doubt, is when they beat the Celtics in 2010. That's like my first ever basketball memory when he stood up on the table, arms out in reach, and you know before that he ran down the court, threw the ball up, all that. But uh, yeah, just just his toughness and you know how he approached each day, you know, just that mama mentality. I know people like to use it a lot, but I mean he grinded you know, four a.m.s, two a days, three a days, and then just the stories Vanessa would tell, uh, you know, at his celebration of life and. Uh, <laughs> what are you guys talking about? But, uh, you know, she said, like, he would go to practice, then pick up the you – know, take the kids to school, pick them up, have another practice, all that. And, you know, her story at the uh, the Hall of Fame speech really uh, – just who he was, you know, in his final season, I was lucky enough to go to a game and actually, you know, get a photo with him. But she said how – pretty you know, good never photo. <laughs> <laughs> I was way too young, but he never wanted to take games off because there was people who would save up to see him and he never wanted to let him down because when he was a kid, I think she said that he went to go see MJ and MJ wasn't playing and he was devastated. I don't know. I don't remember. I might be thinking wrong, but just, just that, how dedicated he was, how much he loved uh, the city of LA. He was transcendent icon. And then a, f- a funny one, uh, you guys probably know this, but Shaq at his funeral talked about a story where you know, I think they were in the playoffs and Kobe really wasn't passing the ball or just taking too many shots. And Shaq said, there's no I in team. And Kobe responded with, yeah, but there's an M-E in that. M-F-er. Yeah, you guys know. But I just thought that was funny. Just the the attitude he had. He, went, he was out there to kill every single night and went at it 100%. And, uh, yeah, there's not too many, you know, we call them like psychopaths. Like him and, him and MJ were like psychotic about winning and, how they approached each day in each game. And there's not too many people like that anymore. So 
I, I just appreciated how he played every game. Yeah, he should be in the hall just because girl dad. He was a good dad. He was sick. Uh, is and that halftime? Yeah, then that was just all Hall of Fame uh, talk. Just wanted yeah, to not a whole lot uh, going on besides isolate it because that that was basically the biggest thing that happened this weekend. All the all the news really that came out was just surrounded about the plan that we already talked about. And yeah, great. Like next year's class is good. Like Kobe, Tim Duncan, KG, Andrew, and Rudy T. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so this this is probably the most stacked one that I've ever experienced. I think maybe MJ's class. I heard. Was pretty good. I think what was it? Oh nine or something. I think that one might have been stacked. The LeBron class comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Steph gonna be in the same one. We'll see. I think Le- LeBron's playing longer. But yeah, halftime. That was that was a beauty. Uh, I I almost teared up. But uh, I don't really know where to go here because there's no look ahead. Uh, which are you guys more excited for Hornets Pacers or Wizards Celtics? Wizards Celtics for sure. I I can't wait. To I got I got I got a thing. Okay, we'll what get do you want? into this more. What what uh, playoff team is gonna make the playoff story? We get a we get a team with a playoff story almost every year. We had the Miami Heat last year. The year before that, I can't even remember. Raps? But you know, Raptors. Even yeah, I mean Raptors. What do you, what do you mean playoff so, story? Like, what's the who's the team that we're gonna be most surprised with? I think. Oh, okay. The, the result, like they're like the playoff team, like that we remember. Beside the champion, I have a dark horse one out east. Even though I think the Knicks – I'm going to contradict myself here. I think the Knicks would probably win their first-round series. But I could see the Hawks do, doing some damage. I don't know if they beat Philly, but I, they could have an improbable run. I mean, they have a very sneaky underrated defense. They have a really, really good offense with Trey Young and company. So maybe they could do something impressive. I, th- I think a team that we have well, that we'll remember has to at least make the conference finals. And I think the Mavs aren't likely to, but they have a path to. If they beat the Clippers, yes, that's, that's yes, the start of a story sir. there. And yes, then they sir. draw the winner of Jazz in the eight seed. And I, I know we're all Mickey Mouse in the Jazz. Uh, I'm a little bit more of a yes, believer, sir. but yes, I think yes, I, I'm sir. predicting the Mavs, either Mavs or Blazers, because uh, Blazers could take them the Nuggets in a rematch, uh, beat them again. I liked it in, in, uh, a few years ago. And then they would play uh, the, the Suns. Yeah. So either two of those teams. Or the Lakers. Or the Lakers, yeah. So, oh yeah, they play. Yeah, they play Lakers. Yeah, they, they, so I mean, it's one of those two teams. Uh, anything else before we wrap this up, guys? Nope. I I think we we hit it pretty well in depth. All right, let's call it then. Uh, that's gonna do it for tonight's episode. Thanks for watching or listening. Make sure to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at th Hoopers. Josh rocking a Hornet shirt right now. You yes, know he sir. has them missing the entirety of the playoffs. I might um, change my mind. <laughs> Front runner. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, besides that, thanks for being an OG and everyone take.